0: Hey everyone, Justin's nephew Jackson wants to tell you where to go if you want to support the show. Yeah. Pay, Pay Jury, Jury. Daily, Daily. Dot com. Dot com. Nailed it! It's All right, everyone, and welcome back to the Jury Daily Takeover by The Young Family Podcast. It is your host, Eric Young, and I am joined as always by my co-host. And
1: the TBC. What's
0: up, TBC? What is up? Hey, how you doing on this Memorial Day 2019? Doing well. Uh, are you really? Now I am. Okay. okay. I had a
1: rough start to this day. It was a
0: sizzling start to the morning, wasn't L- literally. it? Literally. Oh, my God. Do you want to say it or me?
1: It is hot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And then to boot, we wake up with a busted AC.
1: I woke up at 1 a.m.
0: With a busted AC.
1: I was like, it is hot in here.
0: Thank goodness that uh, AC repair guys don't take summer holidays off because someone came in, got it fixed up for us, lickety-split.
1: Thank goodness.
0: And uh, we're back to chilling, and that is how we are in the booth right now <laughs> recording the Jury Daily Takeover by the Young Family Podcast. So, um, our oldest, Jackson, he's been uh, pretty interested in swimming in the pool these days. That's hasn't, right. Right? So yesterday we're at our... gave him
1: swim lessons like when he was like one, but that was a bust (laughs) and a huge waste of money. I think he might have been a little bit too young for our situation because we do not have a pool right behind our house. Mm -hmm. Um, We do not go to a pool at the time often. Yeah. So he just, he kind of had a bad association with the lessons. True. And then we did not follow up with the, like the upkeep. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Because you have to, like,
0: continue reinforcing all the things that they uh, learn in that course. Which, of course, was not just, like, let's splash around in the pool and have fun swimming lessons. They they were infant survival swimming lessons. That's right. So they just (laughs) kind of, like... Throwing you in there, though there was no physical throw in, but you're, you're figuratively just kind of like thrown into the water and they're like, all right, kid, you got to learn how to survive. So it's a lot of like turning and paddling it's for, for your life.
1: F- it's f- for floating. Yeah. It's like if you were swimming in a pool, if you fell in right. and there was nobody here to get you. Are
0: they going to learn how to like just float, turn over, float and be able to scream for help?
1: Well, it's, it's to float where they keep their energy, and then for them to turn around and keep swimming to the side, and then go on to float to save their energy, and then turn around and swim, swim to the side.
0: Right, which is all seems like some pretty complex maneuvers for a one-year-old, but it's really, really common. It's actually a pretty smart thing to do, especially here in Florida, where there's tons of bodies of water and pools, mm-hmm. basically everywhere you go. Uh, so we were trying to do the responsible parent thing uh, by putting our kid into that, and Basically, what we got out of it was um, a whole bunch of money spent and a child that was traumatized by (laughs) pools. So, we just elected not to go that route for our second. And on the uh, flip side now, at the age of around three years plus, Jackson has finally expressed interest in going back to the pool. So, yesterday we're at the pool, right? Yes. Got this pretty swanky community pool. Uh, hanging out there and uh, Jackson's he's he's getting in the water he likes the steps and he likes his little flotation device but it's like a thing that he sits in whereas a lot of other kids his age either got like the arm floaty action going on or we saw this kid yesterday that had this boss like inflatable it was an inflatable vest yeah, yeah. And so, we're like, Carolyn and I are like, yo, that looks pretty sweet. And then we pointed out to Jackson. He's like, "Uh uh-huh, sweet. I would wear it. And so, then what did you do to find out, like, what your options were for buying it?
1: I just went to my favorite place, Target. And I was just like, swim vest.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you're on Target.com. You find the vest. um, We... Maybe these were the only options, or maybe we just kind of went this route because he likes Paw Patrol for the non-parents out there. If you're a parent, you know Paw Patrol. (laughs) If you are not a parent, Paw Patrol is like... Is like the new cartoon for this up and coming generation. Uh, it's a bunch of dogs. Each dog <laughs> has like a, a like a little how do you,
1: how do you occupation
0: all day. Yeah, it's not a superpower, but they have like a job. And so like one of them's like a cop, one's a firefighter, one's like a surfer ocean guy, one's an environmental repair guy. And um and then there's one there's one girl on the staff, right? And her name is Sky. And she is a pilot. All right,
1: helicopter pilot.
0: Helicopter pilot. Um, it's also cool because you know the creators of the show realize that there's probably a lot of little kids that are watching the show. So uh, each each uh, puppy dog of the Paw Patrol has a very pronounced color associated right. with it. So Jackson has rotated through a few favorites, but the the main contenders. He's always loved Chase because probably safe to say his favorite color has always been blue. Um Marshall the firefighter, another favorite. And then, I don't know, maybe about 6 months ago or so, he started demonstrating this proclivity for Sky. Sky, the girl, the pink one, who in my opinion is probably just thrown in there so that the creators of the show aren't completely neglecting the little girl demographic right right so that they can still rake in a bunch of money on merchandise uh for little girls out there so they can dress up like sky and yada yada i bet you that's the intention of sky being on staff maybe there was also a discussion on staff uh yeah on the staff of the paw patrol (laughs) (laughs) maybe there was also a conversation among the creators about like Uh, You know, uh, equal gender representation, like, hey, let's at least have one female PAW Patrol on there, right? Uh, So we go ahead and we say to Jackson, we're we're like, hey, look, we just found these swim vests uh, online. You got your option of a chase or a sky, which were legitimately the only two options if we were going to get a PAW Patrol one, right? Okay. And so, uh, Jackson is presented with those two options. Who
1: did he select? Sky. Sky. Like, without even hesitation, he wanted Sky. And then I showed him a few on Amazon, and then I went back to the ones, you know, from Target, and he was like, Sky.
0: Yeah, he's dead set on it.
1: And I was like, okay, buddy. No question
0: in his mind. Uh, so, that means that it's probably going to be a prominently pink inflatable swim vest. Am I right?
1: It's like pink and purple. All it right. With some stars on it, I
0: think. There you go. Now... Uh, At one point, I think it was right before you ordered, or I I don't even know if you've ordered, but uh, Carolyn came up to me and then just privately asked me, are you cool with us getting him the Sky one? To which I paused for a moment, and I very quickly answered yes, but then I started thinking more about... Why was this a conversation between the two of us? And it's not anything I'm blaming you for. It is a point of conversation, hence the reason why we're bringing it up on the Jury Daily Takeover by the Young Family Podcast. Because this is kind of like one of these first big, maybe not one of the first ones, because there's certainly a lot in infancy and whatnot. But like, you know, at this little toddler stage, parents got to make this choice. Do you gender associate colors, toys, toys? And activities. Are there some things that are just for boys and some things that are just for girls? And if yes, then do you actively withhold those things from one gender or the other? What do you think, Carolyn? What's always been our disposition as a parental unit?
1: Um, we've always been... Like open. I mean, I want Jackson to be confident in his choices. I want him to be confident in who he is, and if he likes to play with dolls, which he does at times, or if he likes to wear the color pink, or wants to, you know, wear a, a swim vest that is pink or that has sky. Like, I want him to be rocket, com- buddy boy. Yeah, like and <laughs> Just like rock out. The other thing that Jackson has or will have to deal with is going to be his height. He, you are a short, a short male.
0: That? <laughs> Is that the politically correct term we're using nowadays? <laughs> you're
1: not, I mean, like you're not, you are shorter than most men. <laughs> Is that right?
0: It's true. It's true. Uh, but, shorter guy. But you
1: would never know because you have so much confidence in yourself that you have always just, you know, you just, you, you earn the respect from everybody around you. And, and the first time we you know we take Jackson to the doctor and they're like, Yeah, he's like in like the five percent tile for like height. He's just gonna be small.
0: Right. And so, then they always make that little comment about probably the genetics and like give us a little nudge. nudge. Yeah, they're like getting their little short jokes in too. So um <laughs> Which by the way, for those of you guys that don't know, Carolyn shorter than me. <laughs> <laughs> um maybe even if you've I'm been like
1: five too. You're
0: you are a That's what my
1: license says. I think that's wrong, oh but
0: God. I'm going go like, with it. That's like a, a professional athlete's listing where they like just make up four extra inches to put on you. Wow. Well, uh, no, wait, listen, here's the deal. Here's part of the reason why we work together as a couple, period. You make me feel tall. And, <laughs> I, and I'm not a tall person, but then like I can put my arm around you at sort of this like...
1: Even with heels on.
0: Right, so I, I I needed someone in your height range, and I just so happened to find my soulmate in uh, in your little compact package.
1: And so we so we digress, but yes, all that is true. So I've always said to myself, Jackson's gonna have to have the same confidence that you do, and I want him to be able to be confident in whenever he is. Playing with or or wearing, and and I want to support him as his parent.
0: Right, because you know I look at the whole scenario of gender association as like this could not be more arbitrary, right? Like so, there are certain colors. I don't want it to be like
1: right and wrong. What's that? I don't want it to be like right and wrong. Like right. it's wrong for you to wear pink because you're a boy. Right. I, it's wrong for you to play with dolls because one day he is going to be potentially a father, and he's going to learn how to care for his children yeah. by taking care of babies or taking care of his sister, and I want that to be okay. I don't want that to be frowned upon or, you know, looked down again.
0: Oh my goodness, yeah. When, when gender association extends to, um, like, boys or men don't take care of babies, <laughs> like
1: how we're, this house now
0: we're now we're like you know kind of expanding into this what i would consider really detrimental sort of you know like outlooks um but as for the associations of like colors and toys and things like that some being for boys some being for girls he- here's what it boils down to for me i don't have a good answer if you were to ever ask me well why Like, what's the deal with Pink? Or what's the deal with this baby doll? Like, if I just want to, like, play a game of house, and here's a little baby doll over here that I can use, what's your reasoning? If I were ever legitimately questioned by him, I don't have an answer. (laughs) So, therefore, I have a problem enforcing that.
1: I think that my only, I guess, potential answer, I don't know how I would say it would be, um, is, like, other children his age or older may not have the same guidance. Let's just call it.
0: Let's call it what it is. You might get made fun of.
1: Right, and, and then that so, might be the only thing that might be a little bit challenging. And then again, the confidence for me comes into play. You have to have confidence in your choices. Exactly. If you want to rock pink, then you rock pink, and you say, "I like pink." Yeah. Okay. So f off.
0: Right. And then from like early elementary school, I envision is when he's probably going to have to make that first proclamation. He's just going to blow the mind <laughs> of his peers with. Confidence and conviction. And I think that that is the quality that I would would love to see instilled in our son. Because if he is old enough to start questioning me or us on things like this, then I think he's also old enough to hear those reasons and hear those things like this like, all right, uh, so you might get made fun of. Or if he were to ever say, let's, because we've always been open about it, what if he were to ever say, like, well, you know, um, why do some people think that it's not okay for me to to use pink, right, or to wear pink, or to play with a doll? I'm a, I'm comfortable with having that exact conversation with him and saying, well, you know what? There there might not be people, or excuse me, you might encounter people that might not think the same way as we do, and they think that pink is just for girls. Um, but you know what? If they happen to disagree, or even worse, if they happen to try to make fun of you about that, then you have to just stand your ground and say, listen, man, it's a color. It has absolutely nothing to do with beyond it just being a color that I like. And, you know, that's my choice. If you don't agree, you know, get lost. I agree. With that, uh, let's get into the news. All right, I'll actually say this twice, but um, just because of being daily podcasters as parents, we've been recording episodes daily, haven't we, Carolyn? Yeah. It's just the logistics gotta
1: squeeze it in
0: gotta make it happen
1: I barely uh, have time for a shower
0: let alone time to record four podcasts at once so we can <laughs> barely squeeze in the one so we're doing these daily so that's gonna mean a couple of things for the show um, news articles we get to break the ones that that are happening right now um, news. emails Uh, Keep them coming on the daily because we're going to be able to have more uh, up-to-date conversations with you guys if you email in to jurydaily at gmail.com. And then let's go ahead and fuse the interests. Why don't you guys email us the news stories you want to hear us talk about? (laughs) (laughs) Because maybe the the funniest slash most challenging part of Carolyn and I doing this show has been uh, identifying worthy news stories to talk about. For as people who do not read the news. We're
1: crushing it.
0: I mean... <laughs> 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 dot, gonna dot, dot. I'm going to go with that. Um, so, today, this is from the New York Times Science Department. Um, basically, it begins and ends with this, Carolyn. Talking UFOs. Uh, this was posted five hours ago by the New York Times and has been all over Twitter ever since. The uh, title of this article wow what is that navy pilots report unexplained flying objects so in a nutshell it looks like from 2014 and 2015 was it we are finally getting some reports that are being made public from the united states navy and video uh video and reports that are detailing interactions that pilots have had at around 30,000 feet in the air with good old-fashioned unidentified flying objects. Now, experts would like to make the distinction that these unidentified flying objects, though that phrase is commonly associated with extraterrestrial life forms, let's be very, very literal about what we're saying. An unidentified flying object is just... Uh, It's just that. It is those words. It is a flying object that they have no idea what it is. And normally they wind up being explained by very worldly, rational reasons, right? Yeah. They're like, oh, it was a whirlwind of plastic bags. (laughs) And it just, you know, made this weird formation in the air. I don't know if that's ever really been something that is legitimately explained to UFO interaction, uh, but we're going to roll with it. So the cool thing is, um, if you find this story from the New York Times, there is video. Carolyn and I watched it a couple of times, and I mean,
1: it rotates. There's
0: definitely some rotation going on. Uh, I mean, at also, first, at
1: first, I was like watching the video. I said, "It's it's just an object. I mean, it could be anything. It could be anything." But it was going in the opposite direction of the clouds,
0: of the wind, and then at the end of oh, the, yeah, the, wind, yeah. the first segment of the um, uh, of the video, it does kind of pull this like pretty legit maneuver that like looks like a mechanical maneuver. Uh, and then there's this other video of something going really, really fast at a high altitude above uh, water, just off the coast of Jacksonville, Florida. So guess what? Here it is. It's Memorial Day, 2019. <laughs> We might have aliens. (laughs) And not only that, but furthermore, aliens here in Florida. So I want to know, because that's about it for what we have reported from the government and the New York Times. So let's just go with it. How do you feel about aliens, TBC?
1: Oh, dear.
0: (laughs) You're like, now I got something else to worry about. Yeah, I can't. Being a parent's hard enough. Now we got aliens.
1: Well, not only being a parent, being a parent with, like, anxiety. Right? Like, (laughs) <laughs> so, I mean, not that aliens maybe give me anxiety, but it's just like I typically don't read or watch the news because I can't handle it. Mm. I don't have time for it. <laughs> if I'm going to watch something, I want mindless trash celebrity real, you know, reality shows. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to deal with the you gotta, stress it may cause me.
0: You got enough anxiety going on in your everyday life. You don't need, in your downtime the TV and news to be adding to it. Yeah, so I mean, like,
1: do I believe in aliens? I guess... I don't know. But, I mean, I will admit that they probably do exist, I guess. I mean, because there are, I guess, like, over the past decades, like, just little, like, snippets of news or, or, you know, reports here and Mm -hmm. there. So, I mean... There probably is, you know, another life, you know, on another planet. Mm-hmm. And we've given them the title of aliens and, you know, I don't know. I, If I saw an alien, I would freak out. Mm. But I'm going to say
0: yes. Do you think they're walking among us?
1: I can't think about that. <laughs> don't put me down for that thought. Do you believe that there's aliens?
0: Yes, I do. Uh, I wholeheartedly believe that there is not only another form of life in the universe But that there is developed life forms very similar or even beyond that of human beings on earth Um, Do I think that they have um, Come in contact or made it here to earth? Yeah, probably But this is the thing This is my big position on aliens. I am looking forward to to when it is official and that yeah. aliens are here do you want to know why do you <laughs> <laughs> that w- that wasn't rhetorical i really wanted to know <laughs> if you wanted me to tell I was you waiting. why um, i think that that is what is going to usher in the next great paradigm shift in the existence of humans i think that now in today's day and age, we have such tension, not only within our country, such polarization, but also such tension between the countries of the world as we basically have always had. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that the introduction of an extraterrestrial species that is at our level of development or beyond is what's going to slap us silly in terms of like waking the F up And realizing that we're not alone in the universe, Uh, we all can kind of bind together because we are one thing on one planet. And I think that it's going to take the introduction of something else from outside of the world that we have always ever known and believed is it uh, to come in and be like, yo, we're here uh, for us to be like, oh, okay. So anyway, I um, I'm looking forward to aliens as long as I'm not totally wrong and they're not the you know arrival of e- of aliens that want to uh, completely destroy our life form and take over our planet. Then I think it's going to be a good thing for us. Oh my
1: gosh! Right. I can't think about it. It's that.
0: another reason why. Well, all right. Before we go into emails, do you think what the New York Times just reported is aliens? Do I? Yeah. Oh. Are they here, flying around Jacksonville Beach?
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but I mean, I will say that that object did look a little like spacecrafty, and it did rotate. I mean, so I mean, I, I mean, I can't say, I can't say no. Want
0: to know why I think it's not? Because I've already explained that I'm kind of looking forward to aliens, and I don't think I could be so lucky. Mm. You know what I mean? Going into emails. <laughs> Oh, mm-hmm. oh, Thank you again to everybody that has written into jurydaily at gmail.com. Again, Carolyn and I, we're podcasting daily. Email us right after you listen to this episode uh, because we want some things to talk to you guys about. We like the conversational aspect of what we're doing right now. Today's email comes from Wabbit Magic. He says, enjoying your fill-in podcasts for Justin? I would just like to know why Carolyn is called TBC. So, without further ado, TBC, explain <laughs> yourself, or better yet, your nickname.
1: So, short version is TBC means the tiny baby Carol. <laughs> <laughs> and I got this said nickname, um, I guess like long story, a little bit of a backstory. My name is Carolyn, and growing up, people would always say like, can I call you Caroline, or can I call you Carol.
0: People ask you if they could call you Caroline. It's the—it's not an abbreviation. And Carol. Well, yeah, yeah. But I get why people would want to call you Carol.
1: Oh, man. Carol was the one name that I've always said. I've always said, fine, call me Caroline, but don't call me Carol. Yikes. Right. So then um, a couple of years ago, I was working at a job, and there was this older employee that I was working with who all of a sudden was like, Carol? Carol? <laughs> Carol!
0: She's like hollering out throughout the office. Yeah,
1: so I look at my other, my, my friends, my coworkers, and I was like, is she talking to me? And they're like, and she just kept yelling, Carol!
0: And Hold so, on, but the funniest part of that story is just like, who tries to gain uh, someone's attention like, that why way? Why didn't she
1: like walk up to me? <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like in a professional atmosphere. Even if she were saying your name right, you right, would probably right. still have that moment of looking at like your coworkers and being like is this lady for real? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> like why is she just It was like a big open office of like cubicles. Yeah. It wasn't like doors, but I mean, but yes, yeah, so
0: It's just a weird way to try to get someone's attention. Continue. So I
1: was like, is she talking to me? And my friend was like, "Yes, I think <laughs> she is." And I was like, "Are you talking to me?" And she was like, "Yes." And I was like, "Okay." I I was like I was like I don't really know if I even had the heart to tell her that my name was Carolyn and not Carol. <laughs> but, anyways, so then my friends could just kept calling me Carol because they thought it was so funny. Mm-hmm. And then kind of just
0: joshing you about that specific incident, right? right? Yeah. So
1: then a couple months later, it was Halloween. We were able to wear costumes to work, work appropriate costumes. Right. So Which, how many
0: Halloween costumes are that?
1: Nowadays, for not adults. many. Right.
0: Yeah.
1: So I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be a baby. Yeah. So I had this like, this full like body, one like a onesie. Gift from
0: me, by the which way. Which it
1: was amazing. Well, hold
0: on, hold on. You call it a onesie, but it's just basically like footed pajamas, but for but an adult.
1: But they zip up. They zip up like a footed pajama for children. Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. But don't say a onesie because then that implies <laughs> that
1: it's like
0: <laughs> your legs are fully exposed. True. and So you're not wearing that All to right. work. So it was like. Body, Full
1: body, zipper. footed,
0: zip up, footed pajamas for an adult. They were and amazing. And you especially
1: it. for the winter time. But anyways, so I like have like my hair and like pigtails. I have like a pacifier. I brought like, um, I have like a bib and you put on the bib, tiny baby Carol.
0: That's right.
1: And then you just kind of like underlined the T, the B, and the C. And then... I just want to add in, I did win that Halloween contest. Yeah, you did. Because I was like the best baby. Smashed
0: the competition.
1: Anyway, so then for some reason, just the TBC kind of stuck. Yeah. And now I'm called either Carol or the tiny baby Carol (laughs) at times. And uh, I've just been able to um, embrace my new um, name of Carol, even though I never thought I would be a Carol, even though I'm not. But I yeah, am yeah, like yeah, in like yeah. certain situations. But
0: I think when you know that story though, and it's just like such a funny story about th- the coworker right. just like you know calling out your name all willy nilly. It has an association with a funny time. Yeah. So I feel like that you know e- even I even though you've always hated the abbreviation of you know like Carolyn to Carol. I'll occasionally drop a carol on you because, again, the undertone every single time is, like, from that story. Um, I also thought about why TBC started to stick. And I think the reason is, you know, everyone loves a good acronym. But also, these are three rhyming letters. The T, the B, the C. Those letters, they're rhyming, baby.
1: <laughs> I guess.
0: <laughs> so I feel like that's the reason why it's just a solid, like a quality acronym slash nickname. Um, and also, I remember a buddy of mine used to try to call you LBC, right? And then I remember correcting him and being like, no, 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 Don't! <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> that's the TBC because the L throws the whole thing off. It's no longer rhyming. That's right. I think that means that... The TBC and I are going to be wrapping it up for the day. so we're with
1: you guys for one more week.
0: Yeah, that's right. Only three more Epis after this one.
1: Yeah, so um, hang tight. Justin will be back next week, but hopefully we're entertaining you, uh, you know.
0: Thoroughly. Yeah, in, in the, the meantime,
1: meantime. for sure.
0: Uh, so, for all of you out there, uh, if you're anywhere near where Carolyn and I are talking to you from, stay cool. Uh, if you are off today enjoying Memorial Day, then we salute you. For the TBC and myself, we like to say, deuces until next time, and
1: bye! Bye!